Hey everyone, this is the Pro Wrestling Times podcast, episode number 29. I'm your host, Dylan. Um, it's July 18th, 2021. This episode is going to be recapping Money in the Bank. Um, joining me now is a returning guest, John Ugaldi. Yo, yo, yo. And first time guest and female representation, uh, Sam Buchanan. Hey. <laughs> If you weren't here, this name of this pod would have been Misogyny in the Bank. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a boys club until you came along. <laughs> glad, to, glad to break that up. <laughs> but uh, shout out to John for hosting. Another uh, thought I had was shout out Applebee's. Marketing and sponsoring works. Because <laughs> like, I really want to go to Applebee's now. <laughs> All right, well, um, farewell to the Thunderdome. I know, Sam, you can't really comment on this, but John... Bye bye to the computer screens and the Zoom call ways oh, to watch wrestling. Man. What a glorious day! This, I'm so glad the Thunderdome is gone. I, I couldn't handle it as a wrestling purist as long as I've been watching wrestling and and, and in attendance. Um, I just can't do it. I can't get behind it. It's just terrible. It's terrible. I know that was a quick fix because of COVID. I get it, but I'm so glad that era is over. Wait. Can I, what was the what was the Thunderdome? What are you guys um, talking about? It was like a little arena they built because of COVID, because um, <laughs> arenas didn't have fans. This was the first pay-per-view we saw with fans since, like, March of last year. But to do that, they built their own little arena, and, like, for a little crowd things, they had um, this thing called the Thunderdome, where you hop on this website, and you could just uh, have your face in. <laughs> it's like computer screens it's very like and uh, your face would be in like the, the crowd Matrix. but yeah. it was just did either of you guys do that he did but he got kicked off I got kicked off oh. <laughs> he yeah. was wearing AEW stuff yeah you know oh and they they didn't let you they don't want you no, to do that no that's the rival company yeah. so yeah, yeah. It's like rows of crowds. What haters. Screens all the way around. So this is like their first big event with fans. And shout out to Texas. Like, I'm from South Dakota, but they brought it this whole week. AEW, (laughs) I was supposed to go to that. I'm so mad about that. But that was an awesome show. The first SmackDown back with fans was Friday and then tonight, which was awesome. And how did I bury the lead here? Here's the last thing I wrote. Holy fucking shit, John Cena. (laughs) <laughs> My hero. <laughs> John Cena. But welcome back, fans, for now. Hopefully, like, with this Delta variant nonsense, we don't end up going back to the way it was. I agree. agree. Yeah. Because had COVID not happened, maybe in a different world, if it's, like, a multiverse way of thinking, I would have attended my second WrestleMania, counting last year and this mm-hmm. year. But yeah. Dallas is for sure going to happen. But, um... We got here for the kickoff show and uh, the SmackDown tag team titles. Ray and Dominic Mysterio, the father and son tag team, lost to the brothers named Usos. And I'm happy one of them made it to the arena just fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I was I was a little bummed that the Mysterios lost just because, well, I mean, I didn't know the Usos. Tell uh, me, look at the shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah, and, um, but Rey Mysterio was one of my favorites growing up, so I was a little sad to see him lose. I, I didn't know that he had a tag team now with his son, or that his son was even that old, even yeah. though his son is probably, like, my age, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> his son gives me like Randy Orton vibes with oh, yeah. the way like I don't know Randy Orton was like Randy Orton's dad was a wrestler his dad was a wrestler so like same thing with The Rock The Rock's dad was a wrestler yeah his dad was a wrestler they, yeah okay okay 
It's I like a like, family thing, you know? Yeah. I was super sad about that. And then one of the things that was like, um, there was like an audible chant for the Usos. And Sam, you didn't know this, but like maybe two weeks ago, uh, one of the Usos got busted for like his fourth DUI. Oh. Yeah, his fourth oh, one. Oh, no. Ten years. But that's what, there was like an audible Usos chant. And I was like, that makes sense with wrestling fans because we cheered Stone Cold Steve Austin and his big gimmick was drinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, before we tap into this, here's a thought I had too, because um, you could tap touch on this, John. A Slammiversary happened last night, and there was this thing I saw. It was a tweet by Lance Storm that Impact has a working relationship with the NWA, AAA, which is a Mexican promotion, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and AEW, mm-hmm. which is pretty freaking cool. Mm-hmm. If only like the E would work with them, because like a really cool dream match would be the Usos and the Young Bucks. Yeah, it, it would. It brothers would be, versus brothers. If they could do one big hell of a super card show, it would be incredible if they could pull that I feel off. like it would but benefit all. It, it would. Even if it was like some kind of memorial of somebody, you know. Because it feels could, like everybody else is working together now. They could totally do it. But, you know, Vince, he's got to be the king. Yeah. Be the king. But Usos are seven-time tag, uh, tag champs. They bring the titles to the bloodline. Uh, starting off the actual pay-per-view was the Women's Money in the Bank, Chad Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Natalia, Tamina, Zelina Vega, Naomi, Asuka, and Nikki, almost a superhero, who won. Sam, I'm going to let you talk about this. What, what did you think? <laughs> um, well, The this, women's ladder match. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was my first time watching a Women's Money in the Bank. Um, and I know, I know I've said this to you Dylan and I think I said it out loud here too while you're watching like I because I I like grew up watching WWE and then I like stopped watching I think probably in like middle school and so um most of the women in this match I did not know them or anything like that but um I think it's really cool how now the women uh they're a lot more respected and they get a lot more recognition recognition um when I was growing up, they were kind of just treated as, like, a sideshow, like, um, a sideshow kind of thing, almost like eye candy, just for, like, like hot women, just for, like, the men to watch. Um, and so it's kind of cool to see that they're, like, actually respected for their craft now. Um, and it was a really good match. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah. Now, John, how do you feel? Selena <coughs> Vega's back, at least. Selena Vega out. Oh, um, one of the hotties in the WWE right now. I totally thought she was AEW bound, but her husband is. I was, (laughs) I was, I was actually a little pissed to be honest with you. And why? Because she's going to get sucked back up into that, you know, every fight that she had out there in social media against trying to, uh, unionize and make it possible uh, or at least aware, it's like she did it for nothing now. Well, it's even like, the same guy that supported her, um, Andrew Yang, because he was in support of that with unionization with the wrestlers. Right. Oh, okay. But nothing ever came of that I at know. all. It's, same it's, thing with SAG, Screen Actors Guild, because these guys should legitimately be treated like screen actors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they basically... Because they do their own stunts, too. Right. Yeah, and they, they do they do their own acting, too. Like, yeah. You, yeah. you can see them acting sometimes. I say in this match overall, uh, 
the ladies definitely rolled out the red carpet, definitely showed uh, no ring rust, I, in my opinion. I think they really wanted to show, hey, we're back, WWE, and what a great way to do it by kicking off a Money in the Bank ladder match with yeah. all, all talent. Yeah, I know. Um, I told um, Sam, and I think I even said to you guys before, too, anytime there's like a ladder match or something with a stipulation, I was like, all right, just everybody just make it in and out of the match. No one get hurt. <laughs> right. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah, that match was a lot of fun. Some steep um, um, I really liked the part when everybody was uh, just stacking. Alexa all, Bliss? All of, yeah, they were all <laughs> stacking the ladders on top of Alexa Bliss. I was like, this is this is teamwork. Everybody's <laughs> united against just getting her out of the way because they're just like, we don't like this girl. They always or did like, that. Yeah, they always did that shit to like uh, Big Show and Braun Strowman too. Or, yeah, yeah, they're just being, like... Yeah. They're just like, okay, like, let's just get her out of the way, and then we can all just go at it. I'm very interested, though. That was though. really funny. I'm, like, very interested in seeing where it goes with Nikki, uh, almost a superhero. I wonder who she's going to cash in on. It might be a feel-good story. This would be like if Money in the Bank, well, it kind of did exist when the hurricane, that was probably, like, the tail end of the hurricane, because he became Gregory Helms yep. in, like, 06, so... But it'd be like if he won it, then that'd probably be like a miracle thing. It'd okay. be like if Spike Dudley won Money in the Bank. Okay, so yeah, because her name is like Nikki A S H. Yeah, almost and it, a superhero. Almost a superhero. Yeah. Okay. Because she wanted to be like an inspiration to like little girls everywhere, and then that's when she took on that persona. Previously, okay. before that, like you saw in the videos too, they did like flashbacks to where Alexa Bliss looked previously. Yeah. Her previous character, Nikki. She was just, like, this, like, unhinged, deranged, like, just, she just liked to fight and wrestle. Okay. But then now she okay, wants to rebrand, be Okay, rebrand, rebrand. That's nice. All right. Cool. Yeah, when, like, the half that were, like, raw superstars, I was like, these guys must be geeked, because this is, like, their first time in front of a crowd, because the SmackDown people got to have SmackDown in front of an audience, mm-hmm. and then the raw people had to wait until tonight. But then they get their first audience back tomorrow. Mm. Um, yeah, I kept talking, or I wrote down a little note with, like, continuity, which is something WWE usually doesn't do, but they they showed flashbacks of Alexa Bliss winning Money in the Bank, they showed flashbacks of Naomi and her highlights, and they did this throughout the whole show, so it's, like, pretty cool to see them acknowledge their own history, because usually they don't. Alright, up next, we have the Raw Tag Team Titles. AJ Styles and Omos defeated the Viking Raiders. And what was it? Here's one you can touch on, John. I had this note about it's crazy how AJ's been in the WWE since 2016. I know. I thought you would recognize him, but he was in like TNA probably when you were watching. Because you're primarily. AJ Styles? The name sounded familiar. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he was primarily like a TNA impact guy around that time. To still, to still see, uh, Tusi and I were talking about this earlier, but to see AJ even make a tag team title relevant and such a dominated, um, I would say, with the Raw having so many tag teams out there that could be carrying that title. The fact that almost it's just still green, still majorly green. Yeah, because I was telling her Omos's first match was WrestleMania. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And yeah. for him to be carried through the match with, you know, workhorse AJ. The Raiders, the too. The man, Give them their respect. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But for the fact that AJ is still going at his age and just making it look that damn easy and good. Now, he reminds me of, like, friggin' Tom Brady, but with wrestling. Because yeah. he can still fly around and stuff, like... I don't know Absolutely. if he really noticed it. The way he could, like, flip for other people. Yeah. And he makes it, like, look well. Like, selling for others. He's just, he's still really, truly phenomenal. No pun intended. It's just, it's crazy how the man can get out there and move. Yeah. I mean, even before you had mentioned that this was, um, that WrestleMania was, uh, uh, his like first match and all. Yeah. I I did kind of notice and stuff that like AJ Styles was kind of putting in more work than he was They're, like, protecting like, him. Yeah, it was like AJ Styles was in the ring mostly, and then he would tag him in, and he would do like a few things, mostly just on account of being like so fucking huge. Yeah. I think the most we and... saw was him just land on his knee. <laughs> yeah. That was it. He didn't yeah. like, land on his back at all. And yeah. Of course, the the Raiders carrying their own. I mean impressive every I'm, single freaking time I, I have difficulty match. separating them which one's the one with the bigger beard is that Eric, Ivar that's Ivar Ivar and okay yeah Eric I really like him beard. the one that could do a cartwheel yes yeah, yeah. I love him yeah. alright we had WWE title action Bobby Lashley the almighty retained over Kofi Kingston John I know Bobby's your boy Bobby talk about him my boy I you, absolutely just love watching that man dominate it reminds me of course of Brock Lesnar, of course, hopefully one day we get Brock Lesnar versus uh, Bobby Lashley. That would be the ultimate dream match. Uh, Bobby, Mania. Bobby Lashley. I think it's going to be God, Mania. I hope so. I hope so. This pod gives zero fucks about spoilers. Do you know who is uh, <laughs> yeah. who that rumored him SummerSlam? Uh-huh. And Sam, you're so new. Do you know who Goldberg is? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's going to be Goldberg. He's going to be Bobby Lashley's next challenger, and that one's just going to be a big match, yeah. which I'm excited to see just first. Wait, how watching. do you know this? Uh, internet, they yeah. call them dirt sheets. They basically kind of like spoil stuff. Like people that is that how you guys knew about the John Cena thing too? Yeah, oh. that's how I did. And then I was like, still. Was like, I thought you just like guessed it. You were just like, yeah, I'm calling it like manifesting it, John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's also no, been hinting at that he wanted to put the jorts back on. Yeah, there's there's a lot of um, like Dylan said, dirt sheets that are out there, and they just leak it because they leak it. Yeah. They, they got, right, especially right now with the guys just getting back into the WWE universe with the fans and stuff, they got nothing but time to sit there and talk to dirt sheet writers and being like, hey, this is my, this is what I heard. And rumored innuendo says that blah, blah, blah's coming back. And they're like, oh, really? Shh. Okay. Two seconds, it's on the internet. It's hot. It's fire. Yeah. And, yeah. and for SummerSlam, they're trying to sell out that Raiders stadium. I think they're like 40,000 sold. They're so trying far. to get to like 50, so they're hoping with an announced card, adding John Cena, adding, adding Goldberg, adding all these like Adding old John Cena, I think, will help a lot. Big match, John Cena. Yeah. People would definitely pay to go see John Cena. I mean, he's a legend, so. Yeah, and then it's going to be Lashley, Goldberg. I just, um, I'm just really glad Lashley's getting the run he finally got. Someone fantasy booked this for me, which I was hoping like the men's Money in the Bank was earlier, and um, that Big E, he kind of he did win it, but um, that if it was earlier and then Lashley beat the shit out of Kofi Kingston, he beats the hell out of Xavier Woods, who we didn't even see tonight anyway. Right. But he like lays such a pounding on him, 
it motivates Big E to just come down and cash in in advance for SummerSlam. Be like, oh, I'll avenge these guys, but I'm like, ahead yeah, of time. I got you. But, um, yeah, shout out Bobby Lashley. Next up, we have the Raw Women's Match. Charlotte Flair is a 14-time, I hope that's correct, John, mm-hmm. uh, uh, women's champ. She beat Rhea Ripley. I feel like this is probably headed for a rematch unless um, Becky Lynch comes back, too. Becky was spotted there tonight, so um, I think it's time for Becky to come back. Beat Charlotte. An old rivalry. It's like We've been Cena and Randy Orton or Cena and Edge, yeah. Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, and you're back. What did you think of the two women's ma- or this these two women? Uh, it was really good. I didn't. It took me a second to realize that Charlotte, that she's Ric Flair's yeah. daughter, and then I was <laughs> I like, oh, I was like, well, then I think I want her to win. I remember I was always it liked tough, what Rick she got Flair. in the ring. <laughs> yeah, like, and well, because then I heard the Flair, and I was, it, it just kind of clicked, like the Flair, and I was like, oh, and then I listened to the song, like her intro song, a little bit more, and I was like, oh, and like this is, yeah, this is like his song remix. <laughs> I was like, okay, that makes so much sense. That's what I love about having a um, brand new fan. Brand new fan. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love but it. yeah, she, well, no, kind of like, um, would it be lapsed? I think lapsed is the term. Because you used to watch it back in the day, but then now it's like everyone's so new to you. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't like know either you a, one of them before yeah. this. Yeah, we yeah. showed you a picture of Chris Jericho and you're like, he looks so different from the last time I yeah, saw Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember him looking very different. Um, uh, Edge looked a lot different too when I was younger, but I mean, he was still like more recognizable. Chris Jericho was almost unrecognizable, honestly. <laughs> there are like two moments, John, you could probably point one of them out, where I was like, I don't know if the ref screwed up twice with his counts. Oh god, there was a, there was a... I think one, the second time when it happened, I thought it was a mistake, but it really wasn't. Because right. Rhea did get her shoulder up. There was a moment where they had taken a bump in the um, corner, and Charlotte had fallen off and hit that middle um, turnbuckle. That I actually thought Oh was, yeah, when was I think Rio was trying to go for that one move where you pull your head in between the turnbuckle and then try to hit like a super kick. Yeah. But then it just I thought, oh, something happened. Yeah. Charlotte's the go. I think she's gonna get sixteen time champ sooner than we know it. Because they really want her to tie Ric Flair's record and mm-hmm. Ric Flair's um sixteen time world champ. They want his daughter to reached that point and she's already like two more titles away and i mean she probably hasn't been around for that long at all since 13s when she started i think okay so she's just on a tear wow okay that's that's awesome (laughs) and like not even 10 years no i said she was the goat and i'm gonna roast travis who (laughs) was supposed to be here and on this podcast oh yeah yeah (laughs) i'll stand by that i'll die on this hill charlotte flair is gonna be the greatest women's wrestler hey family dynasty but I was sad, no Becky Lynch, no Nikki Cross, or Nikki, almost a superhero, Money in the Bank cash in. Alright, here's the part where we could let some stuff loose. The men's Money in the Bank. Kevin Owens, Matt Riddle, King Nakamura, or Shinsuke Nakamura, Ricochet, John Morrison, Seth Rollins, and Drew McIntyre. All failed to win the briefcase. The winner was Big E. Um, 
the first note I have here is fuck Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. It, um, it, it was like during the Applebee's commercials when it started giving out, and then it was yeah. just so hard to like watch and listen to. Um, I mean, I will say it. Uh, it was inspiration for a lot of great memes on Twitter. Uh, I had a good time scrolling through Twitter while the TV wasn't working. Um, people were making some really funny jokes, but um, yeah, I don't know any of the guys in this match, and so and since we missed like and all no of their yeah. yeah, we missed all of their entrances. So the whole time. Um, I was kind of just like, who is this? Who is this? I like started to get an idea of it, but still, by even by the end of the match, some of them I was like, I can't tell which one you are. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we like immediately caught it back the feed or whatever. But I let Josh borrow my uh Peacock subscription. So he played at 406 Kitchen. So I was like, I just can't imagine the scene over there. Because it <laughs> fucked up for us. It fucked up nationwide for almost everybody. Yeah. And I can't imagine him scrambling with a Roku oh, <laughs> trying to fix yeah, it yeah. in that bar. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Josh, I love you, buddy. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, also with that match, uh, I don't know who it was since I don't really know any of them. This but is the spot the one... I think that wowed you. Yeah, the, the one, one where that he tipped was over the ladder, riddle and uh, then yeah, ricochet. tipped over the ladder and did the backflip like yeah. off of the ropes. I yeah. was like, that was that was really dope. Um, just yeah, that was a lot of skill. Yeah. That was really cool. The timing um, that could go so wrong in so many ways. The flip was very beautiful too. <laughs> like, that's, that's ricochet, man. That's yeah, what he does. John, are you pretty happy with the result and the winner? Or are we uh, going for Matt? Riddle? Couple couple things out of the match. The KO bump on the yeah, his neck. two of them now. The one we missed one where he takes the scoop slam. Uh, oh, that I think that's right when the feet came back. back. Yeah, yeah the ladder was like bridge that way. Yeah, absolutely. That's just that's just gnarly, man. There's no give on that. That just that made me cringe. And then of course the over the top. Yeah, the, the Rollins like power bomb. Absolutely, right into the ladder out there. Damn, he's a beast. Can't believe he just puts his body through so much. Sacrifices a lot, man. I appreciate him. He's like Mick Foley and Stone Cold into one. Uh, I dig mm-hmm. it. I dig it. Oh my gosh. But yeah, um, I really like the result. I'm really happy for Big E. Honestly, all these guys, like, you can make a case for every single <laughs> one why they deserve to win that briefcase. Oh. One note. Uh, my boy, Nishante, uh Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did a run they took Drew McIntyre out of the equation. Dude, I loved it. I, I'm such a fucking gender. It was so mark. smart though. It protects Drew too. Absolutely, it does. There's there's a a great feud that I can see that could be going down the road between those two. A great program. Yeah. Now they have the opportunity to really truly work it. So it gives gender a shot and get some spotlight, but also. Um, keeps that mystique of Drew McIntyre because you're like, oh my gosh, he could do this again. Oh my gosh, he could do this again. But you don't want to keep doing that to the fans. You keep shoving the same guy. Happened with Cena, Roman. Yeah, and then they're going to hate that guy to the point where it's like, go away for a while. Please, go learn. That's what happened to Cena. Like, look at the reaction he got. Like, ever since he's like, started taking acting seriously. Absolutely. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> with Biggie, like, because um, this pay per view took place in Fort Worth, it's near Dallas. Raw's gonna be in Dallas tomorrow night. 
I was thinking because like WrestleMania is going to be in Dallas. I wonder if Biggie's going to be one of those people that cashes in. Whoever the wins the Royal Rumble picks whatever person, gotcha. and then Big E takes it the other way. That would make so that sense. way it sets yep. both Mania matches for the titles. Might as well. That, or he could do something. He used to be a bodyguard for Dolph Ziggler and cash in the night after, because I'm pretty sure the Raw after Mania is going to be in the Dallas. show off show them there. So he won the Money in the Bank close to Dallas, and he cashes in there, too. Might as well. It'd be perfect storytelling. But it doesn't work that way. Um... Up next was the Universal title match. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, retained his title against Edge. Uh, first things first, Sam, what did you think of Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns, um, I think he's pretty cool. Um, he, I mean, he's definitely a villain, but I think he's like a pretty interesting villain, um, like his persona and everything. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I was rooting for him more than I was for Edge. Um, because I, I remember Edge when I was little, and I didn't like him that much. Um, <laughs> Edge is probably a dick back then. Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> He was so cocky and arrogant. Um, oh, yeah, because you were talking about, was it uh, his marriage with Vicky Guerrero? Yeah, I remember <laughs> when they got married in the ring. I remember, I think they had, like, a whole, like, bed out there, too. And, oh, my God, it was ridiculous. Um yeah, I just, I remember all of that from when I was little, and I'm just like, mm, I don't think I want Edge to win. I'm like, oh, I guess this Roman Reigns guy, he can win. Um, he, he almost screwed himself over with that chair thing, but it worked in his favor. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was some uh, Uso chicanery, his cousins that won the titles in the pre-show show, were trying to run in and interfere. But the Mysterios came and helped, so we had some chicanery there. And then during that, uh, Wild Seth Rollins appears and then uh, basically cost Edge the title like, multiple times. And then that's how Roman basically got to retain. The tribal yeah. chief, man. Fucking acknowledge. Here's one you could talk to me about with John. I had this thing going on, and I didn't start thinking about it until like, a couple months ago. I have a real beef with the WWE doctors. Because think about how much years and matches they robbed us from. Edge got cleared last year. Because of COVID, we haven't seen him wrestle that much. And I think he only has like three matches a year. Mm-hmm. But Daniel Bryan from like 2016 through 2018 was mm-hmm. when he got cleared and started wrestling full-time again. Yep. Uh, was another one. Paige, she's not back yet. I don't think she has interest. I think she's making really good Twitch money. Mm-hmm. Christian, well, who's now Christian Cage in AEW of the concussion stuff he missed like what seven years of his career Easy. so that's why i'm saying i have a beef with wwe doctors i might like, get better doctors because these people had to wait for so long or go out of their way to get clearance from other doctors to do what they love and they had like just years of their prime taken off like edge when he retired i think he was like 32 years old yep and then he didn't come back until last year a little gripe I had. No, <laughs> Sorry, no, the no, shit. No, I take the shit personally. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I knew Edge wasn't gonna win because they gave him the visual tap out on SmackDown with the little chair thing, mm-hmm. and they kept showing that and having Roman talk about like you had me for a moment or whatever. And then also in this same match, uh, I think Edge hit a spear or something, and then they gave him like the visual pin where the crowd counts three before the referee even shows up. But it was pretty cool. Roman retained. We're headed to a bigger fish, John Cena, in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas for SummerSlam. 
That's so awesome. No, at the very end when that music started, I just all (laughs) came back to me. (laughs) (laughs) The fandom. Dude. Yeah, I was like, oh. Not only that, but like, yeah, the trumpets. But the goosebumps from even that, uh, the Cardi B commercial where they have it for SummerSlam. Yeah. Like Josh sent that in the group chat and I was like, oh, I feel it too. Yeah, Cardi, they, they really need to try and get Cardi B for SummerSlam. I'd get her for as a commentator or something. She, that would be so funny. She would be so entertaining. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Like, I don't know how Vince feels about pregnant chicks. Because he kept Stephanie off TV when she was pregnant with Triple H's first, her and Triple H's first kid. Because uh, Stephanie was a character up until that point, and then she, like, had motherhood, and she didn't return until, like, if anything, she just does running in the back. Yeah. That's really all I can see her doing. I can't see her going out in the crowd. I can't see the reason why is because they they would bombard her. They would jump the barriers. People are crazy. Yeah, so I was about to say, is it like a safety thing? Like, yeah, yeah it'd be they, too. She's yeah, pregnant too. She's pregnant. Yeah. They would definitely protect her. So more than like backstage, like, or even like a virtual, like even like have her do one of those things because um like the LL Cool J press play thing. Yeah, Batista yeah. too. Batista did the intro for that one with the zombies that we watched. No, because <laughs> that was when the Army of the Dead thing came out on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. yeah, Batista did the uh, he narrated the intro. They have Cardi B narrate the SummerSlam intro. So I'm okay with that as long as there's more ideal kind of and participation safe. from her. I'm that that's really truly it. I mean, we don't need her to go out there and fucking host like Kim Kardashian did, you know, and, and guest intro and it's like mm, Kim Kardashian yeah. hosted. That was in yeah. two thousand eight. She yeah. hosted WrestleMania. I was there twenty four. Yep. Her and uh, Raymond Simone. Raven. Raven, Raven. Simone. Yeah. Raven Simone. Yeah. That's a Raven. <laughs> huh. I. I'm like, I feel like I probably watched that then, and I just don't remember, because... Yeah, a lot going on. And yeah. Snoop Dogg came out that night, too. It was just I think a young scene. Sasha Banks was at that show, uh, too. The fish dudes, like Catch Fish, those guys were there, too. Because, remember, um, they did a backstage segment with Mick Foley and freaking Doc Gallows, and then he hit the bell, and it was like, oh, he came in out of his stupor. That rings zero bells. So dumb. So dumb. That was the same uh, pay-per-view that had Floyd Mayweather versus (coughs) the Big Show. Yep, Floyd Money Mayweather. There's a lot going on in that pay-per-view, just for (laughs) one. And then the the spotlight match because the dome overheated. Man. And then the... Wasn't that Batista and Umaga? Or no? No, that was during the triple threat match. Oh, so you know... It actually went out before the end of the women's match. And then, like, the Divas match. And then they came in, like, the John Cena band. And they were playing the... In the dark. Miami, in the dark. And then they ran down. And it was a spotlight all the way until about halfway through. Just because it's, like, an old-ass stadium, probably. Yeah. Same stadium also where the uh, um, Pyros were attacking the crowd. Yeah, I remember that. And with Undertaker. (laughs) And it's like... Oh my god, it was just a crazy Imagine that people. having a time of your life. I was there. Watching like, the I dead man lift his pile and you watch fireworks come at you. Coming at you, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was there, man. We were running. <laughs> Alright, well, I think that puts a nice bow on this. That was Money in the Bank. We picked a good-ass fucking... Well, besides, other than the Peacock bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It was a good show, I think. 
overall. Yeah, yeah. Was, other than the like choppy, laggy BS. So yeah, easily. But fuck Peacock. <laughs> All my homies hate Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the cock. I'm good. All right. Thank you, John. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, absolutely. All right. See All right. ya. Peace out, guys. See you next time. <laughs>